That weekend was pretty lousy. But I'm already looking forward to uh, things to come, let's say. Let's talk about it. Today's quick cast is brought to you by Martin Vintage. MartinVintage.com, where if you enter boiled at checkout, you'll get 20% off. Mom, thanks for watching. So yeah, many of you out there are like me. You were at uh, ross Stadium for the bucket game, and uh, that was a tough one. But if you're also like me, you didn't go into it with real high expectations. You thought maybe they can compete and have a good game, but that poor weather forecast really, really spooked me going in. So I was pretty happy that not only did they come back from that 11-point deficit at the half, but also they just kept fighting. In spite of the fact they are so young and they are so under-experienced, this Purdue team showed a ton of fight. It was really impressive. Jeff Brom and the rest of his staff should be very, very happy with that alone. The fact that they took it in double overtime uh, and lost by uh, a small margin is pretty impressive. And I think it says a lot about what's to come for the program. Now, is it a victory? No, that's a moral victory. Uh, moral victories enough? No, they're not enough. And we're not saying that. But what I am saying is I, I changed my perspective. You guys know this weeks ago. And this was a prime example that I didn't go into this game thinking very good things. I surely didn't go into this game thinking good things after the injuries and the combination of the horrible weather, which is Jeff Brom's uh, thorn in his, his side, if you will. But the weather did improve in the second half, which probably helped Coach Brom a lot get more confident with his play calling. Uh, although the play calling was pretty solid from the start, it just, there wasn't a lot of, uh, the team didn't look like they had it, especially in the first half. Uh, the defense looked really bad uh, in parts of the first half, and uh, yeah, the, uh, everybody came back second half, uh, got together, adjustments were made, which is awesome to see because we've, we've watched teams that didn't make adjustments as Purdue fans, and Purdue lost in a close one. So the nightcap, though, of course, was after Purdue beat VCU in a, in a hard-fought game, an ugly, ugly game. They got to play Florida State, who's a good team with a lot of size, a lot of length, a lot of experience, and they played them pretty well. But had the same problems. The offensive flow is just not there. The ability for guys to create their own shot isn't there. It doesn't look like set plays are doing anything to get guys in the position to score. Proctor doesn't look like the same guy he did at the beginning of the season. Right, you know the uh, kind of initial push that we saw from Proctor. Um, he's not a guy that uh, wants to create his own shot. I don't think anybody thought he would replace Carson Edwards, but I think after that first game of the year, everybody thought, oh, wow, we might not uh, skip too much of a beat. But it turns out uh, there, there's there's some real issues offensively for this Boiler squad. They do not look like they are where they need to be, not even close, and uh, there's lots of things that need to be improved upon. The defense looks pretty darn good. That's good. That's two straight games in a row. Florida State's not a great offensive team but they are a very, very sound defensive team, and it showed versus Purdue because Purdue just couldn't create its own shot. That was a tough one to swallow just because it kind of it went up and down. It looked like Florida State had control. Then Purdue got back, kind of seized control, and then lost it again in the second half. The offense is a big problem right now. I think the offense can get better, but I also uh, am pretty bothered that so many different parts of the offense are not doing well. We're seeing inconsistency from Matt Harms, which I didn't think we'd see that much of thus far. Um, 
but he's definitely having a hard time from game to game looking like the same guy. Part of it's foul trouble, and you know he always has been an emotional guy, but they really need him to be steady this year especially. We're not seeing much at all from Aaron Wheeler offensively. In fact, it seems to me all he can really consistently do is finish above and around the rim, which is that's a good thing, but I think everybody thought he'd be able to shoot the three like he did last year. Turns out when you have a better defender on you and you don't have guys being pulled off you to guard Klein and Edwards, it does affect your shot. Also, Sasha has looked really, really lousy from deep. That's hurt the offense quite a bit. You're you're relying heavily right now on Eric Hunter and Isaiah Thompson to create a lot of offensive uh, firepower. I don't think anybody thought Thompson would have to do that right out of the gate. But I think he's going to grow up really quickly over the next week or so, especially if he consist, uh, consistently shows the ability to create shots and the guts to do it. Remember, he was the last guy who took the layup. He drove and, he, and a, a high shot off the glass, and it didn't go in. The game went into overtime, and Purdue uh, couldn't, couldn't close that thing out. So we had a final double overtime loss versus IU in football, and then a single overtime loss versus Florida State. That's, those are gut punches. Uh, those are tough to take, especially in the same day. The good news is the Purdue football team is going to be really good next fall. And the good news is the Purdue basketball team is going to be really, really good next fall. I don't know if the Purdue basketball team is going to improve like they did last year and come January. I think they'll be better than they are now uh, in, a, in a month. But I'm not so sure we'll see the dramatic improvement that we did last year as they just got into such a flow. Uh, Anish asked off the air, do we miss Greg Gary that much? Or is it, of course, the major losses that Purdue had on this team? They did lose a lot. I think it's a combination of things. There's a lot of changes happening. There's a lot of transition happening. The team needs to get a lot better. A big game coming up this week versus Virginia in Mackey Arena. It might be a bit of a rock fight. Neither one of these two teams have shown a ton of offensive firepower. Virginia, of course, though, has ground out some really, really ugly wins in the 40s. I don't think they have any problem doing that. I also don't think they have a problem if they if, if the pace dictates going up and scoring more. But they also lost a ton of shooting from last year's team. They lost two of their best scorers, of course, and they're trying to redefine themselves. The thing that they have, much like Purdue, is their defense will always create their offense. But they're even more of a defensive-minded team than Purdue, by a lot, probably. I think Purdue and the Big Ten get kind of a bad, bad rap. Teams like Wisconsin and the old Purdue used to just grind and grind and grind and make and play that boring brand of basketball. Purdue really doesn't do that anymore. Purdue gets up and down the court pretty quickly when it when things are clicking. Virginia, I don't know if re- they really want to do that. In fact, I think they're completely okay with just not doing that and just beating you defensively and playing that s- style of basketball. Mackey Arena should be loud, although it does feel like some things have changed. The athletic department administration have changed some things. They took hail fire and IU sucks out. Um, they took some things out of football games, and those made a difference. I think... Almost universally, the decisions, the things that they have changed this year have been mistakes. And I don't understand why they would nitpick at these things. I don't understand why they would change so much of the game atmosphere when it seemed like things weren't broken at Mackey and ross I understand Mitch Daniels doesn't like IU sucks. That's all well and good. But boy, did it charge up those students, right? Doing it once a game. I don't see the harm in it. I never participated. I'm not a guy who yells IU sucks at every game. I understand why some of you guys don't like it, but I also understand why a lot of you do. 
and I love the fact that it's a unifier. I love the fact that it was loud and Mackie. Those were good things, and those got the students lathered up. We need to get some of that back, there's no doubt. Welcoming Virginia this week, beating Virginia, and getting everybody back on the same page will go a long way in making this season something special. Let's see if they can do it. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day, and God bless you. BS all the time.